12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Unquiet Blood, 12-Sided Stories 5E Vampire the Masquerade Show. This tale is rules light, story heavy, and covered in blood. And now, our GM, Mac Beauvais. Hello, and welcome to Episode 6 of Season 2 of Unquiet Blood, a game of Vampire 5e. I am your GM, Mac Beauvais, and I've got some players with me, including Michelle. Hey, that is me. Um, hi, I'm Michelle Otis, and I am playing Maria Zog, a Toreador and an artiste. Hello, uh, I am playing Dia, who is a Tremere, and definitely not an artiste in the traditional sense. Hi, y'all. Jay Holtham here, playing Luke Rage, an anarchist punk rock god and also a bruja. Hi, I'm Pooja. I am playing Isha, a gang girl who is into alternative filmmaking. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I am Wes Otis. I am playing John LaRoche. And yeah, I just really want my cocaine. All these rules to the armadillo. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, the armadillo. So last episode, we had our encounter with the werewolves who turned out to be in Hollywood looking for stunt positions in the booming disaster film industry. And they have agreed tacitly to help a little bit with what you all are trying to do, but you need to get more reconnaissance for them in order for them to actually do the thing. In the meantime, Coyote has agreed to do some reconnaissance and is doing so for a price. And the price is a lot of money and also a favor. TBD. So we pick up with all of you headed to the armadillo to get information from Coyote. So Coyote's there. Yeah, Coyote's waiting outside and sees you guys coming and just nods. Mm-hmm. Outside, can't we go go in and get a drink? I, I, I could really use a drink. <laughs> I think drinks are in order. Let's do it. Okay, good. Whew. It's like, man, Luke, you look like shit. What'd you do? Uh, uh. Why do you smell like a mirror? <laughs> Oh, God. Listen, I... There was a kid. He turned out to be a true believer. Ouch. Things happened. I know. So just... Let's just keep your voices down. I've got a bit of a headache, and I just need to drink some alcohol for a little while. Okay? I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. If you want to try a little bit of ganja, maybe, you know, smooth it out. Maybe later. I'm just going to work with the whiskey for now. All right. I got you. I'm just saying. So, Coyote, how was your day, I mean? Uh, Eventful enough. Got some jobs done, including yours. Good to know. And did you find the other thing I asked for? I did. I've got limited information about it, but I did. There was definitely somebody else working with your dear, dear Nosferatu. 
and uh, how do I put this? They smell like a vampire, but they also smell something like us. Which leads me to believe that you're dealing with, I think you would call them gangrels? Interesting. Very interesting. The plot trickens. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you start at the top, Coyote? Yeah. So I managed to follow Gladys' scent, and it led me to so many delightful scents of the sewers. So thank you for that. I had a very good time. Let me tell you, having my sense of smell in the sewers is just not, it's just no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's just being around the Nosferatu all the time. Yeah, listen. <laughs> and I think there's more of them than you think. Oh, okay. It's sort of a mishmash down there. It's really hard to suss out exactly how many, but there were a lot of trails down there. All trails, no people? Well, they had gone to their respective hidey holes to sleep, I imagine. Got but it. they're doing something in the sewers. And interestingly, it seemed like the Nexus was underneath a building. And said building is also where I trailed the gangrel scent. And he rattles off an address that you would recognize as being where the Prince of Hollywood is currently staying. That's very, very interesting. And so that's where you tracked Gladys to. As far as I could tell. How much did the gangrel smell like a cat? Like a cat? Mm -hmm. It's real hard to differentiate. Just smelled wilder, weirdly, I, I hesitate to say spicier than some vampires tend to smell. It's okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I kind of like it. It's just there's a certain mm, something about gangrels that just sets you slightly apart on the scent scale. Huh. I'd say a kinship, but we all know that that's a lie. Right, yeah. <laughs> we have all this information. We need to figure out what we're going to do with all of it now. That's a doozy. You've earned your payment. All of it. Mm-hmm. I always do. Can we make an assumption that this gangrel is part of the court? It's probably Reyna. Yeah. Good She's point. always had ambition. True. But would she be that reckless? Bring Setting up Nosferatu Patsies isn't exactly reckless. Hmm. Fair. I mean, that's an option, but also it's possible and sort of concerning for us for the longer term that the prince got wind of Gladys's plan and has taken her. Yeah. Did the central end at the building, or did she go off to other parts? It doubled back. Okay. So she's back at her home now, or she went back. She went back to her home. Okay. So that's, yeah. So she's in league with, yeah, probably Raina. Are we being triple played here? We might be. <sighs> sure feels like it. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to be the bell of the ball, but this is stressful. Well, if the idea is to dismantle the Camarilla in Hollywood, we have to do it in such a way that will lead people away from us, as it were, you know? And that's going to be hard to do. Coyote, do you have a current location on Gladys? Well, she could have woken up since, but it did seem like she went back to rest at her place. Got it. But I doubt she's still there. She seems like she's got a few too many plans to just hang around her hovel 
And really, even if she didn't, who would want to stay in that shithole? Right. <laughs> well, I can think of one guy. Yeah, there was quite a smell. Have I mentioned the smell? Mm, yes, you have. Well, here's a plan or a thought. Not a plan. <laughs> I don't do plants. Um, I'm just trying to think of how to get these two fighting against each other in a way that allows us to take advantage. I'm just, what if we try to kill Gladys? I mean, that's. I mean, we could just succeed in killing Gladys. Gladys isn't exactly a hard target. No, but she's well respected by the Nosferatu. And as your coyote friend said, there are many of them. Yes, but from what it looked like when we caught that other one, the bald one who you sent for clothes, that... It's a good suit. If you take out their primogen, we're likely to just cause a bunch of infighting and for them to retreat. However, that does not give us an advantage with the prince. Right, that's why I'm saying we don't take out Gladys. I say we go attack Gladys, tell her the prince is on to her, and sent us to kill her, but whoopsie do we screwed it up, and she gets away. I see merit in that. Or we tell her that Reyna sent us to kill her. Also good. And how likely is it that Reyna and Gladys might be working together in some way? Pretty likely, it feels like. Well, it seems like Reyna is using Gladys... And letting Gladys think she is going to be prince when we know Irena is the one with the ambition there. So she's going to kill Gladys either way. Alrighty. I'm down for some mayhem. I think there's no clear path. We're just going to have to... And this seems like a, a strong a strong way to go. It's going to be chaos no matter what we do at this point. So I think that the idea of, of finding Gladys and... Uh, you know, almost killing her and then um, blaming it on Reyna is definitely a, a way to light the dynamite, as it were. True. Although it hurts my pride for her to think that we would be unsuccessful in killing her. You, you, you're going to have to stow that for a little bit. Uh, the, the, have pride in when we finish the, all of the machinations, as it were. Yeah, it's a ruse. It's just a ruse. Remember, you have to think of the war, not just the battle. She's going to die in a horrible way later. That's right. Exactly. That's fine. It's like leaving dessert for the end. Or cocaine. Whichever one. (laughs) John. Jesus. Yes, why don't we find that lovely Josiah? And uh, perhaps he can help us a little more than he realizes. Perfect. Thank you, Coyote, for all your help. Yes. As always, happy to be of service. Agreed. And we'll be in touch when we have the information about the other things. Exactly. Let Morgan know we're still thinking on her, and we will be in touch. Things are in motion. In the meantime, this round's on me. So, to Gladys we go? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm sure this plan (laughs) is going to go really well. I'm sure. (laughs) So you're all going to pile in and go back to Gladys's. I think we're going to try to find Josiah rather than go straight to Gladys. I was, I was perhaps suggesting, though. And how are you going to go about looking for Josiah? See if you got that suit. That seems like a good place to start. Yeah, let's start with the suit. And we're definitely going to call the same cab driver because, you know, yes. it's the 70s in L.A. and that's how you get a cab. <laughs> I mean, once you find one who's reliable, you stick the fuck with them. Our 
taxi driver slash drug dealer. Yep. <laughs> right. Oh. All right. You call up Chet, and Chet is more than happy to come to the armadillo and actually gets out of his cab when he arrives and says, Hey, you guys again. Uh, can you wait a second? I got some some quick business here. I got to replenish my stash. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> And goes to see the manager of the armadillo. <laughs> Mr. Armadillo. <laughs> Mr. Armadillo. Mr. Armadillo. <laughs> and uh, comes back out and he's not discreet about the load of drugs and stuff that he's bringing back. And just like stashing in his dashboard and like under the seats of the taxi cab. Yeah. Doing his thing. It's a taxi cab in 70s LA. I assume it's a rolling pharmacy. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'm ready to go when you guys are. Uh, where, are you, where are you headed? Antonio Suits on Hollywood Boulevard. Are we going there or are we just going to? I thought we'd just call him. Yeah. I mean, either way or you go there in person real quick. Uh, we can go person then. Let's go. Yeah. Let's let's say Antonio's is on the way to Gladys's. Excellent. I'll make it easy on you. Okay. <laughs> Everywhere in L.A. is 20 minutes away. All right. right. Back then it was. Mm hmm. And it's still, it's the very beginning of the night. And so when you get there, Antonio is still open, but not for much longer. All right. So I'll, I'll, are we all going in or? You can just go in. We'll hang out with, we'll hang out with Chet. <laughs> all right. So uh, I go in. Antonio, how are you? Oh, John, it's so nice to see you. And it's just like that, wah, wah, like very <laughs> excited and just... Uh, time time for another suit, my friend? Not quite. I actually sent somebody by to try to help them out a little bit uh, for a a suit. I was hoping maybe they had come by and uh, gotten a fitting by chance. Quite a fitting it was, if I'm being very honest with you. I'm sure. I'm sorry. I'm. I guess I'm doing as my charity work for the year. <laughs> I should say so. I'm not sure a suit's going to really improve much, but I do what I can. Just offhand, did he give you an address or phone number to, to call when the suit's done? Oh, yes. I require that of all of my customers. Excellent. And I take out my money clip. Is the suit done yet? Mm, it's just about. I, I still have to hem the bottom of the pants. No problem. Could I... Get the, here's the money for the suit, and of course, a little extra for the address. Uh. Do you want me to use manipulation and something? Persuade? Yeah, why don't, why don't you use manipulation and persuasion? Because you, you've very much caught Antonio off guard. Sure. This is my wheelhouse. I can't fight, I can talk. Okay, I got five successes. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> and Antonio... <laughs> Jinkies. Antonio pauses for a second, and then he just shakes his head. For you, my friend, anything. <laughs> of course, I, I appreciate it. I give him money for the information. I said, uh, I appreciate you making a suit for him. I know that it's not going to help, but it, it maybe, may, I don't know. Well, a business referral is a business referral, and it's appreciated, John. I appreciate your professionalism, and I will talk to you soon. Say hello to the wife, and then I head out. 
Yes. Uh, do, do you come back? We've gotten in some new fabric since you were in last. You know I will be. I can't wear the same suits for very long. That would be too gauche. Oh, a man after my own heart. <laughs> so uh, I get back into Chet's drug mobile. <laughs> <laughs> he prefers to call it the smoking wonder mobile. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the easy rider stickers on the back of it. <laughs> All right. So and I give him the address to where we are going. Enjoying the show? Then take a moment to join our Patreon, support the podcast, and get early access to episodes and bonus content. Head to 12-Sided Stories Patreon today. And he takes you to Josiah's. And Josiah lives in a kind of ramshackle apartment complex, the kind that used to have a buzzer for the gate, but somebody is always just you know, putting a rock there so that you can get in. It's one of those places that is run down, but surprisingly tidy. Like, you know, the person that owns the apartment building actually does care. And he is in apartment 2A. So do we all want to go and talk to him? Or do we just want, like, you know, two people to go up or something? I don't know. Who else? Yeah, should it be the best talkers? Up Should be there. our best talkers, and John, you have a, a a rapport with him. True. Luke and I can come in if more direct approach, but he already likes the two of you because of you know envy. Well, we let him live. Well, and suits. A suit goes a long way. A suit does. What exactly are we trying to get from this poor sad sack? Gladys's location. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, more about if anything more about Gladys' plan. And I think you also want to plant the idea that we are crying, coming to kill Gladys. Maybe we can follow him when he freaks out and goes to exactly. on, on someone else's orders. It's very important that the idea is that we, we, we don't want to kill Gladys. Yeah. Right. But someone has someone high up has decided Gladys is a threat and needs to be stopped. Sounds good. Are you ready, Maria? Yes. And don't right. let him invisibility cloak you or himself away from you. All right. We'll keep that in mind. Stay out back where if he comes out the, the back way, uh, maybe, you know, Isha can be out there to say hello. You can smell him. My pleasure. All right. I love how we're so terrible that the notes for out too. <laughs> so head on up to his apartment. Okay. And there's some like soft jazz music floating out from oh. his place. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Do you knock at the door? Yes. You can hear somebody shuffling around very quickly inside. And then who? who is it? Who is it? It's Jean. We met a few days ago. I got you a suit. Uh, my friend Maria and I wanted to have a chat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Suit guy, suit guy. Uh, just, just, just a second. And you hear more shuffling, but it doesn't sound like somebody running, It, did, but it sounds a little frantic. Mm-hmm. Like he's cleaning up the place. <laughs> I have company. I must clean the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So when he comes to the door and opens it, it's clear that he's been trying to clean up this place, but it's been done very poorly. Like there's stuff like all stacked underneath the 
couch and it's a mishmash of different candles that he's got lit up in there and is wearing an outfit that clearly he's trying his best in the interim of getting the suit to wear something a little nicer, but it looks like it's three sizes too big on him and was probably from a victim because if you look really closely, there's a little bit of like blood spatter on it. <laughs> oh, you look very nice. Well, it's nice oh, to they, see thank you. Thank you. You, you help, um, r- really help my confidence. Oh, well, that's great. We have a bit of a, a problem and we need to speak with you. Uh, 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 I guess, um, come, come in. Thank you. And and does the, the awkward sort of like host almost half bow thing because he doesn't know how to entertain guests. <laughs> and being aristocracy, I don't even, that's what he should do. And just walk right past him. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be, you know, gracious, but when he's not looking, I put a handkerchief down before I sit. (laughs) (laughs) Can I um, offer offer you a um, a drink? And you can hear something skittering around underneath, uh, like a blanket that's been laid over, sort of the square piece of furniture, and you can hear some like skittering sounds coming from it. No, we we oh, ate before no, we you. came yes, over. Yes, we ate before we came. But <laughs> very kind of you to offer. Oh, okay, okay. I just uh, I don't I don't get guests, and I am you know. Uh, well, you do. I, I deserve I deserve better. And yes, you I'm, do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So of I'm. Course. I'm. Yeah. Taking care of myself. It's a very gracious host that offers mm-hmm. food and drink. So you've done well. Mm-hmm. So um. Uh, what, what can I do for you? Maria, do you want to explain the situation? Well, uh, we need to find Gladys. I'll be blunt. We need to find her immediately. I, um, I would love to help, but, um, I can't. I don't think you fully comprehend the situation. Gladys is in trouble. Well, uh, what kind of trouble? Well, we have found out that, that um, I'll be honest with you, she's, uh, there are higher ups who want her gone because they're afraid of her taking over their position, as it were. Well, but they, they, they should be because she's, she's well on her way. But, but at the same time, she's also, she's also been helping them. They, they should be tr- trusting with she has angered and made enemies of some very powerful people remember they're keeping their enemies close they they want her to believe but she's become too powerful and she has to go so we need to speak with her i want you to roll manipulation and persuasion both of us yeah both of you can roll okay <laughs> my wheelhouse too <laughs> <laughs> Three successes. Jesus. Yeah. Four successes. I get a lot of dice for that. (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah. I get seven dice for that. (laughs) He blows up because he's overwhelmed with persuasion. (laughs) I, I don't want anything to happen to Gladys. Gladys has been so, so good for us. Of course you don't. Well, there's... Obviously, we want to help as well, 
let us know where she's at and then we can have a conversation with her as opposed to her getting attacked when she's least expecting it. Oh, she wouldn't like me telling where she is. She'll be real mad. She'll be real mad at me. And um, I've seen what happens when she gets real mad. But you have to understand, if we don't find Gladys, the people who are looking for her will. And they will go through as many Nosferatu as necessary to do so. Oh, I, what, what, what if I took her... Um, like a message. If you would like to do that, um, that would be fine. We could maybe write out something for you to hand off to her. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, hold on, uh, hold on. And scurries over and opens up a drawer. And it's just filled with notepads and pens from hotels. So you get the feeling that he does a lot of his hunting in... <laughs> hotel rooms <laughs> and comes back with a pad of paper and a pen. Oh, the Motel 6. I've I've seen that place. Um, let me fill this out and just write, you know, bullshit. <laughs> <that. laughs> uh, Reina's planning on taking her out and uh, it could be any time, but it's going to happen very soon. That kind of thing. Okay. He takes a note and sort of straightens himself up as much as he can and puts the note in his inner coat pocket. We will speak with you soon. Take that to her now as quick as possible. Yeah, I, I will. I absolutely will. I um I don't I don't know why you're why you're helping though, but thank uh thank you. Look, just keep up the the keep up the good attitude and and dressing, and you're, you're going to do fine, okay? You're doing well. He kind of gives you this sort of rumpled grin. See, look, already better. And I give him, I, I also give him a card to my dry cleaner. <laughs> and I say, I say, oh, here, he does wonders with blood. Oh, oh, thank you. I, is it noticeable? Just a little. Uh, only to us, dear. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I tried to 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 do the stuff, but, you know, the Dawn soap only goes so far. And Maria inwardly cringes. <laughs> <laughs> what is Dawn? No, just kidding. <laughs> Who is Dawn? <laughs> All right. We will we'll talk to you soon. Uh, go quickly. We'll, we'll, uh, good luck. And we leave. And hopefully... If we can get around to where everyone else is, just like, okay, Isha, follow. <laughs> yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> so he cloaks himself. So if you're standing where you could see, like, the doorway, the door to his apartment opens and closes, but you don't actually see anybody. But you can, like, you hear the, the front gate of the building out as he leaves and starts making his way to go warn Gladys. Can I track him? Yes. Do you have any powers for that specifically, or are we working off of the sheets? Uh, I mean, if I can I've got eyes of the beast and feral weapons that would be so not particularly helpful here with that. What does eyes of the beast do again? Eyes of the beast. I can see in total darkness. Okay. There we go. Can your falcon help? That's what I was about to ask. Can Charlie 
sense where he is? Hmm, that is a very good question. Give me one second. I'm thinking. I'm beautiful minding right now. <laughs> Lots of math flying in front of my yes. face. <laughs> I think that in tandem with Maria's Sense the Unseen, you could track him. Um, I would say Eyes of the Beast would be helpful so you can see little changes in the environment to help see where he might be going. You know, just, you know, a blade of grass crushed here or um, a movement here that, you know, would indicate the passage of somebody. And then Maria's got a beat on him as well. But the bigger problem right now is being stealthy about it. So that's what I'm going to have you guys roll is your decks and stealth. Everybody? Everybody. Think... And don't oh, forget, yeah. Jay, your stuff is at a harder level than everyone's. That's right. Oh. And it's, I'm not very dexy or stealthy to begin with. I got two successes and every other die was a four. That's so weird. <laughs> I got three successes. Nice. Stealthy AF. So I'm rolling Dex and Stealth, right? Ooh. Yes, please. Uh, two successes. Two successes. Nice. I got three successes. I've learned how to be stealthy in a stiletto, darling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had this Louboutin specially made. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys are all super fucking stealthy. And working together, you're able to trail along through this sort of neighborhood of apartment buildings and small little like strip mall type locations. And you hear a familiar sound of a manhole cover sliding back into place. Mm. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Coyote warned us. Well, I'm glad I wore black. We've got to stop dealing with these people. Yep. <laughs> yes. Or invest in some freaking wading boots. Ugh. Gross. All right. Let's do it then. <laughs> <laughs> so you all descend into the sewer, and it is just lovely. A cornucopia of good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Eyes of the Beast is going to continue to help as you navigate the very dark underground sewer tunnels. And let's see. Does everybody want to roll a wits and awareness for me? I mean, do I want to? (laughs) Nice. I got four successes. Jeez. I don't know why. I'm really prepared. I got three successes. I got another two successes and I need my dice to stop rolling fours because (laughs) it's creeping me out at this point. (laughs) I got three successes. Whoa. I I got one. All right. Well, everybody has many successes, and then John has one, so he has a success, but it's not quite as clear to him. But if- I'm in a sewer. What do you think? <laughs> I'm a little distracted. A little distracted. Um, if you listen very, very carefully, you guys can start to hear sort of the splish-splash of feet off in the distance that you can follow. Human feet? Or humanoid feet? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to need that dry cleaner for more than just blood. (laughs) Yeah, that dry cleaner has its work cut out for him. (laughs) Oh, yes. Hopefully they have a flamethrower. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) All right, follow it along. Yeah, so (laughs) you all go wandering through the tunnels and it's 
it gets to a point where you're not really sure where you are underneath the city because of taking so many turns and just the um, the way everything winds around. But you get to an open space that looks more like a abandoned project. It looks like they were starting to build something out infrastructure-wise and gave up on it, um, like a underground subway system or some such. And you see Josiah off in the distance do a squirrely look in both directions and disappears past a, a big metal door. Is it a loud door? Clang? Yeah, a loud clang that echoes in the space. All right, so we're not slipping through there. We could open it a little bit and not close it. It has a very small window on it, that kind that's got like the chicken wire type mm-hmm. glass yeah. in it. And there's a slight glow coming through the window. Anyone want to take a chance and look through the window real quick? See what we're walking into? Oh, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> All you kid. Do another dex and stealth roll for me, please. So that is two successes. No, wait, okay. three successes. My Nice. So you creep over and just boop, peek into the window a little bit. And there is a room beyond that is a concrete lined room, but it's been turned into a meeting space with an actual big, somebody has lugged a big um, desk in there like a corporate type of desk and everything is lit by candles and there's mismatched, you know, pen and paper, sort of like what Josiah had at his apartment. And it looks like somebody made this weird little boardroom and sitting around the table are a grouping of Nosferatu and at its head is Gladys dressed in what can only be described as the worst power suit ever. (laughs) (laughs) And you see Josiah scuttle in there and go over to her and, you know, fumble the note and back away, bowing to her as he does so and takes a seat at the table. And all of the Nosferatu look like they're trying to dress the part. So it's just this horrible mash of Nosferatu wearing all kinds of suits and very awkwardly yuppie-ish. Some of the female ones are like wearing the, you know, like gaudy 70s makeup and it's just a boardroom from hell. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this whole thing just makes me want to slaughter them all. (laughs) But I'm going to tell the others, I'm like, she's in there with her council of pathetic beasts and can I hear any of what they're saying in there like what's her reaction to the note so when she gets the note she looks furious like if a Nosferatu could turn red from anger she would it's almost the opposite it almost looks like instead of flaring up she takes on an even more deathly pallor and her eyes just narrow to slits and she sort of hisses at the group we've been betrayed and they they all do you know rubble 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 they're all very agitated now maybe we should leave and let this play out yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say like it seems like our work here is done for now and we can clean it up later yeah yeah let's see where she goes let's see what she does next 
I love this. <laughs> I I love it too, but let's hope she goes somewhere outside of this godforsaken. <laughs> That'd be nice. Oh yes, I, I can never wear this outfit again. Like you were going to wear it again anyway. True, true, you know me so I well. think rather than stop Gladys and her cadre, why don't we just go and deal with this security business first? The practical, yeah, that's that's a good idea. The longer we're down here, the worse it's going to be, both for smell and for other people possibly finding us. Good, let's go. Skedaddle. <laughs> okay, so you're all going to go ahead and exit the sewer then? Mm-hmm. Nearest manhole cover available? Yep, yep, yep. You find you are actually in the part of town where the prince's uh, building is. Oh. Of course. Of course. Wow, that's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to keep a super low profile, right? Or just slip in and do the thing? Yeah. How much time do we have? Oh, it's still pretty early. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Let's yeah. let's go check out the princess spot and see what's looking around. Okay. So you all smell very delightful now. <laughs> and do you just approach the building? Or are you scoping out the building? I think we scope it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As stealthy as our scent allows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On the upside, the sewer stench could kind of overlay our stench. That's also true. But They'll just still... think that there's Nosferatu in the area. <laughs> <laughs> just stand upwind. So you get outside and you start observing the building. And it becomes clear that there are a couple of security people that are doing rounds. There are people outside that are um, receiving guests and uh, people coming in and out. And it's very much looks like a business operation versus being like a hotel. You get the feeling that a lot of the comings and goings are vampire related even though the building looks like it should pass for a hoity-toity apartment building that humans would maybe stay at. You're not really seeing humans going in and out. And what about people in between? Perhaps are there ghouls who would have different abilities, I guess, around or that we can sniff out at all above our own stench? (laughs) It does look like a couple of the people that are receiving guests are ghouls. Rest in peace, Juliet. But also, I'm thinking about perhaps we can play the ghoul angle. We'd have to figure out who they belong to. But I don't know. They're there. Um, I think this might be a good situation for some of us to hang back and those of us who are a little bit more stealthy to go through and, and do the recon work. Maria and I are not as capable in this kind of situation. And I'm... A little stealthy. Yeah, I'm like middling. I think I was very lucky with those those rolls before. Yeah. (laughs) It's the leftover weed powers. (laughs) Weed gives you stealth powers. Yes. It's the zen. They don't sense you coming. (laughs) It's a little known side effect. (laughs) So I might be risky, but I'm middling. (laughs) Fair to middling. (laughs) Well, what if we take a couple of different entrances of like mm-hmm. kind of, um, and that way 
we have some ability to like see what like do you want to circle the building and scope out other entrances yeah something where we can see like because i'm assuming it's going to have like the front entrance where people are, are like where you've got your regular security and they're letting in visitors and stuff like that there's the receiving area but then there's got to be a place for deliveries or where you know they do body pickups and mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Yep. yeah there there is a back dock area to the building. The other entrances seem to be controlled by keypads. Okay. Any uh, trash chutes? <clears throat> there are. There isn't a lot of actual trash coming out of this building because there doesn't appear to be any human people that are in there with the exception of ghouls. So the trash chutes are very narrow. I bet they have an incinerator anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For the bodies. But if there are the skeletons of trash infrastructure, perhaps we smell like trash. We could uh, look at <laughs> that being a <laughs> trash chute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you would have to be able to climb up a trash chute, though. Oh, shoot. Yeah, my dexterity is messed up. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. All right. So we're all going to hit an area, are we thinking? or? Yeah, and the prince stays in the penthouse, right? Mm hmm. I kind of want to scope out, like, if some of us go in from the base, and then if anyone else is good, like, athletics-wise, we can go in from the top, like, jump over from another roof, that kind of, like, see and scope out, like, if there's another entrance from the top that might be a little bit less guarded, or at least a little bit easier to access for us or our furry compatriots. Yeah, I like what you're thinking. Okay. So you want to go into the next door? Somebody's going to go into the next door building? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I just realized with the keypads, like, we're still doing multi-angles. If we're going from more than one angle, I do have technology and intelligence kind of boosted. So I could work Ooh. with that if we figure out something there. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Hacker girl. <laughs> I don't, like, for myself, I mean, we could just go through the front door and use our... Um, uh, or go toward the back and and use our charisma and try to get some information. All right, but we're definitely splitting up? Yes. Yep. yep. Looks All like we are. All right. Yes. Let's see. Who to start with? Isha, do you want to go over the top? Yeah. Are you going uh, with Isha, Luke? Uh, no, I'm going to go in the back. Okay. So I've got... Let me see if I've got this right. Isha, you're going to try and go in the building next door and see if you can hop across... Or at least scope out the roof. Yes. Um, Luke, you're going to try and go through the back. Through the, the loading dock in the back. Sneak in that way. John and Maria, you are going to go find people to talk to? Front, back? Yeah, I was thinking front. Okay. And we're going to have some hackety hacks going on with Dia. Yes, and perhaps I can be distraction for someone if that's needed. Because I figured I'd be close to where... Maybe Luke is going if he's going around the back. I was picturing the keypads being like not the front entrance, kind of like the back or the side. Yeah, there's a the okay. side entrance. So if I'm adjacent to anyone, I'm also I have persuasion skill as well and manipulation, so I could distract. Okay, well let's go ahead and start with those who are heading in towards the back area. So Luke and also Dia, because you're going to be in that same general vicinity. There is a decent amount of activity going on in the back. Trucks coming and going. 
what's inside of them, you're not sure. But there does seem to be like a loading dock manager back there. There is security that's sweeping around pretty constantly. But if you watch long enough, you can kind of see the pattern of what their cadence is. So with Dia, if you want, you can kind of figure out when you're going to have an interim moment to go over and fuss with the keypad. Right, okay. And also, should I... I was thinking maybe I should investigate exactly what... (laughs) How do I interface with the keypad? Um, Or should I just know? Is that... It's a keypad. is that? It has buttons on it. It's a 70s keypad, all right. Yeah, it's a 70s keypad. I was picturing a touchscreen. I forgot. Oops. (laughs) Nope, it's a 70s keypad. It's It's like, you need a USB. (laughs) Yeah, no fingerprint ID, no face ID. Dang. Back then, I think they just used credit cards to break into them or something. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Whoa. My brain was just totally off. Put the credit card in between the thing and (laughs) just slide it through. (laughs) All right, well, I've got... Well, the vampires have got slightly better, (laughs) slightly better security than that. Mm -hmm. Perhaps there's um, some sort of, like, mechanism inside that it's like, oh, I know how to trip that with my my hairpin or something. How about uh, Dia... Why don't you roll your intelligence and technology for me? Oh, fantastic. Uh, that's going to give me freaking eight chances. Nice. Damn. Nice. Nice. Oh, I've been wow. waiting for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do I have the settings right? Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Yes. Yeah, so I have, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. I have six successes. Holy shit. Can I just mind meld with the <laughs> right? You are the building now. She yes. just created the first personal computer with the. <laughs> Dia it just created the cyberpunk genre. <laughs> <laughs> so you approach this keypad, sort of expecting it to be this whole big to do, and you know you're getting ready to f- figure out how to hack it. But you can tell that even though the security is top notch. It's still top-notch by way of the 70s, and it is a keypad that is older than the security system is. They didn't replace the security system keypads when they upgraded everything else. And it's very obvious which keys have been pressed the most often. Oh my god, idiots. (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to take you a little bit of time, but you can figure out with six successes, you can figure out the code if you just give yourself a little bit of time to just kind of go boop, 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 boop. And you know that it's going to give you the chances to do it because it's not like the systems where you, like now, where you would time out after so many. You can just kind of go nuts. Sick. All right. I'm going to fiddle with it. But standing there means that you could get noticed. So just keep that in mind. All right. Meanwhile, we've got Luke. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go talk to the dock manager or... Talk? No, I'm trying to... What are you to... going to do? Are you just going to go beat shit up? Like... <laughs> uh, this is a stealth thing. I'm not I'm not calling attention to myself. Like, I'm are not sure? super stealthy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <Good> man. <laughs> I know that I am a hammer, but not everything is a nail. Like, <laughs> so... We just know right, your so predilection you towards uh, the... Meek yeah, and, yeah. You know, this is yeah. This is this is reconnaissance. So I'm gonna try to sneak past the loading manager uh, and get a sense also of what are they putting in these trucks that are coming in and out. Let's roll a dex and stealth then. 
dex and stealth, which is... And remember, you're at seven difficulty. I know, and it's still not great. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Two successes. Two successes. You manage to slip in there and start poking around in the loading area. I'm going to come back to you in a minute. We've got John and Maria heading towards the front. Do you just approach the the people outside, or? Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't think this thing too. Yeah, through. I was like, I was like, what's our what's our business here? What are why are we going in? Instead of talking to anybody, maybe we walk past and just see if we can locate all the places where we can see visible cameras. Because back then the cameras were effing huge. Yeah, chunky chonky and uh, just kind of make a mental note of how many people are in the lobby that look official and like they're there all the time and and uh, how many people are right outside the door so we're not necessarily going to stop and talk we're just going to do a walk by and collect information okay roll jason Bourne. no (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm going to have you guys roll composure and streetwise for scoping things out. Okay. Ooh, that doesn't give me a whole lot of dice. I don't have a whole lot of dice this time. Oh, I got two successes. And I got one. I got a 10. Okay. You can definitely see where the cameras are because they're fucking huge and ridiculous. And, you know, panning back and forth and doing their whole thing. From walking by, it looks like what you would expect at a high-end apartment building where there are two people at the door and there's a concierge desk. It looks like there's somebody who's running the elevator. So that's four there immediately. And then you've got security that's also roaming around and you see at least four people on security. Yeah. Wow. So eight altogether. Can we tell by scoping out how many, are they all vampires or... Or can we tell by their movements that some of them are ghouls or what? There's a little of both. Okay. Is security all vampires? The security is vampires for sure. That's what I figure. Yeah. But it seems like it's ghouls for the rest of the staff that you see. Okay, cool. Okay. Swinging back over to Isha, the building next door is another sort of high rise apartment type of building. And scoping it out, you could easily go in through the front. It's not, it's nice, but it's not nearly at the level of the the prince's building. Mm -hmm. There is also a series of fire escape ladders, depending on which way you want to go in. Yeah, I'll just go around the outside for now. I don't want to deal with any more people than I have to. Okay, so you want to go up the ladders? Yeah, I'll go up the fire escape ladders to the roof. Will you do a dex and athletics for me? I have cat's grace. Okay. So uh, I pass all my dex and athletics base rolls. Dexletics. <laughs> Exletics. My cat's. <laughs> okay. But basically, yeah. So I am able to like keep my balance on stuff really easily. Okay. And you get up there and there's one security person up on the roof that seems to be scoping things out, but it doesn't seem to be very well protected. But there is a helicopter pad up there. Ooh, that's very nice. Yeah, the helicopter is not there at the moment, but there is a helicopter pad. 
And are in addition to the security cards, are there any other like uh, security cameras or anything up here? There are definitely cameras. And there is a sort of like observation room up there that's got glass that seems to have some controls and whatnot in there, which is probably for communications with helicopters and whatnot. Like a control tower, like airline control tower kind of. Like a control tower, yeah. Okay. So this actually seems like a pretty, this could be fun. This could be a fun way in. And... As promised, I'm going to get back to Luke, who is snuck in the loading dock. And there's a number of things going in and out. And it looks like a lot of things wrapped up that look like they might be like antiquities. There's lockboxes that look like they probably contain shitloads of money. And there is a ton of cocaine. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear from behind you someone go, Hey, you're not supposed to be here. And that's where we're going to end. Oh, <laughs> goodness. I oh, like the, uh, the, the cliffhanger there. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for tuning in for episode six of season two of Unquiet Blood. I have been and will continue to be your GM, Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, Instagram, Facebooks, website, and all of that fun stuff. And I had some wonderful players with me as always, starting with Michelle. Hey, my name is Michelle Otis, and you can find me on Twitter at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. And you can find my music through Plate Mail Games on DriveThruRPG, or you can subscribe to BattleBards. Hello, I am Saint Spider, and uh, I've been your dia for this uh, session. Um, <laughs> I, you can find me on Twitter at Saint Spider TV, all one word spelled out, and uh, you could find me occasionally on Twitch uh, at Twitch.tv/slash Saint Spider, all one word. Hey y'all, Jay Holtham here. Uh, you can find me at Jay Holtham on all the socials that you know and love. You can also find me playing games sometimes at Happy Jacks and sometimes on its probably okay's Twitch channel. Hello, I am Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L A Daisy Girl. That's L A D E S I Girl, and pretty much everywhere else is Forgotten Saves. I am also on the Happy Jacks RPG and occasionally on its probably okay's Twitch channel. Hello, I am Wes Otis, and you can find me at Plate Mail Games. Uh, like Michelle said, you can find sound effects and music on DriveThruRPG and BattleBards under Plate Mail Games. Uh, you can find the podcast at 12 Sided Stories. That's the number 12 and then Sided Stories on Twitch and on Instagram. You can also check us out on our own website, which is 12 Sided Stories, everything spelled out. You can help out the podcast in three ways or all three or just one, whatever. Uh, You can give us a shout out on social media. You can give us a review on your favorite platform, or you can join our Patreon and get a bunch of really cool stuff like uh, early access to the games and uh, bonus content and all that great stuff. Thank you for joining us. And again, Mac, thank you for a really fun game and we'll talk at you soon. Bye.